Penn State once again crushing it on the recruiting trail and say au revoir to the Big 12 as we knew it. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. What's going on, everybody? My name is Kevin McGuire. I am the host here of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And my goodness, do we have some things to get into in today's episode. Before we do that, I want to make sure you are following this podcast on your preferred podcasting app, whether it's the awesome Odyssey app, which I highly recommend. It's the best way to get all of your sports, your podcasts, your music, your news, all in one place, on your phone, on the go. Make sure you have it updated, and of course, check out every episode of Locked on Nittany Lions right through the Odyssey app. Of course, you can also hear us on all the other podcasting apps as well, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Google Podcasts. Basically, however you're hearing my voice right now, in whatever app you're hearing my voice, make sure you're hitting that follow button. Make sure you give us a rating and a review that speaks highly of the kind of content that we're providing for you. And of course, your feedback really does help us continue to grow the show and make it something that people want to come back to. So spread the word. Make sure people know about about this share it with your friends your family and of course your fellow Penn State fans and of course you can also stay connected with us on our social media platforms we're on Twitter we're on Facebook we're on Instagram and on Twitch and stay tuned YouTube is in the works I'll give you an update on that when it is uh, finally official but we're gonna be heading to YouTube fairly soon I'm looking forward to it hopefully you are as well but again speaking of Twitter you can follow us on Twitter at locked on Nittany and today is also Twitter Tuesday so later on in this episode we've got a fun, couple of fun questions to get into but before that we're going to talk a little bit about the latest recruiting developments for Penn State and what's going to happen now that Oklahoma and Texas are leaving the Big 12 very likely for the SEC what does this mean for the Big Ten? Well, I've got an idea of what I would like to see the Big Ten do, and it involves some cooperation with the ACC. I'll get into that in the second segment. But first, we have to talk about the latest on the recruiting trail for Penn State. As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, Penn State has absolutely been hitting it out of the park in this class of 2020 recruiting cycle. They are not quite up to the par of where Ohio State is with the number one recruiting class in the country, but a solid number two recruiting class just continues to add quality and depth to the roster for Penn State's current recruiting class of 2022. On Monday afternoon, Four-star cornerback out of Florida, Cam Miller, made his announcement that he is committing to Penn State. He chooses Penn State over Virginia Tech. Those are the two schools in his final two. And this is just another awesome addition to Penn State's recruiting class, which continues to just pile up four-star players after four-star players. There could be another one on the way this weekend. I'll get to that in just a minute. But getting a chance to secure a four-star cornerback to a position that is already looking very solid in the years to come. We haven't even seen a Kalen King really take flight just yet, but the future of the secondary looks to be in very solid shape. Cam Miller is going to be a part of that moving forward. Kalen King already here in Happy Valley getting ready to show what he can do and maybe push for some playing time this season. This is a secondary that is already, as far as I'm concerned, the strength of this Penn State defense. Maybe this entire team. I think it's the best unit collectively already. And now they just continue to add players that are going to be stepping into those big shoes in the years to come. Ken Miller, 
just adding to the number two class in the country. Fantastic addition to Penn State. And getting a chance to beat out a team like Virginia Tech, It's that's always good. Again, a four-star player out of Florida, very nice to have. So now the eyes are going to shift up to this upcoming weekend. I don't know if there's any commitments that are going to go Penn State's way between now and Saturday. But you start to look forward to Saturday, July 31st. That's when four-star safety Kevin Winston Jr. out of Maryland is going to be making his decision on where he's going to be going. Penn State once again in the final two, this time up against Maryland. So he's choosing between staying close to home with Maryland or going to Penn State and joining an absolutely loaded class of 2022. I'm not here to say which way he should go. I think there's always a certain part of a player that uh, takes pride in being able to play at home, play for your home school. That, of course, would be Maryland. And no matter which one he chooses, he's going to be playing in the Big Ten. He's going to be playing in the Big Ten East. He's going to be going up against Ohio State and Michigan on an annual basis. Uh, if he goes to Maryland, he's going to get a chance to play against Penn State as well. And I just spoke about the depth that Penn State has in the secondary. I don't know how much that weighs into the conversation or the thinking uh, process for a kid like Kevin Winston Jr. But we're talking about another four-star safety who's very much on the board. If you look at the crystal ball predictions over on 24-7 Sports, they're all leaning towards Penn State, at least as of the last time that I checked it. That was within the last 10 hours or so. Not many predictions, but they were all in favor of Penn State. I believe that was the case. So uh, it's looking very fortunate for Penn State. It's looking very likely that Penn State could be adding another four-star player to the recruiting hall this upcoming weekend. He did previously announce, Kevin Winston previously announced, that he was going to make his decision on July 31st. And again, it's down to Penn State and Maryland. Which way will he go? I don't know just yet, but we will definitely be touching on it on Monday's edition of the Locked on the Alliance podcast. So make sure you come back and we'll see where Kevin Winston Jr. is heading. But for right now, we do know that Cam Miller, a four-star cornerback, is joining that Penn State class of 2022. Continues to be the number two recruiting class in the country, according to 24-7 Sports, only trailing Ohio State. And as I've said before, as good of a recruiting class that Penn State is putting together, in my mind, easily the best recruiting class that James Franklin has been able to string together. Don't get too distracted by the fact that Ohio State, of course, of all teams, is the one team that has the better recruiting class. Penn State can only worry about Penn State. And Penn State is putting together the kind of recruiting class that helps build a team capable of making a push for a college football playoff spot. Yes, Ohio State is still kind of the team that everybody is chasing, including Penn State. But If you put together your own solid roster, you're going to have a very good chance in the future of playing for a spot in the college football playoff. That's going to be even more true when the college football playoff expands to 12 teams. Lots of time between now and then, and we don't even know if the Big 12 is going to exist by then. But I'll get to the Big 12 in just a second and what the Big 10 is going to happen. But first, I want to remind you that, as always, if you're looking to place a couple wagers on the world of sports and entertainment, there's no better place to do that than with Bet Online. BetOnline has all the latest odds and prop bets and the future bets. They're all on the board right now. So if you want to start looking ahead to some win totals for Penn State and other teams around the country and around the Big Ten, BetOnline is the place to go, right? So go to BetOnline.ag. It's totally free to sign up for your account. It doesn't cost you anything to register with your account and get that all set up and running. Now, when you do make your first deposit, you're going to want to use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And BetOnline is going to give you a 50% welcome bonus. And guess what? It's not capped. You can put in whatever amount you want for your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. 
BetOnline throws 50% on top of that. Folks, that is free money. You got to take advantage of that. And make sure you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast. They'll tell you how to place your bets in the best way possible to help capitalize on that bonus money that they're throwing your way. One more time, head to the website, betonline.ag, and on your mobile device or your computer, and sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today is Twitter Tuesday on the Locked on Nittany Alliance podcast, and we'll get to a couple of fun Twitter questions that were submitted by you listeners in our next segment. But of course, if you want to participate in Twitter Tuesday or just send along your comments and your questions to have them heard and discussed on the podcast, just reach out to us anytime on our Twitter account at Locked on Nittany. And while you're at it, make sure you hop on over to our Facebook page. Give it a like at facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. And look for our week-long Facebook question of the week, which this week is wondering what you guys want the Big Ten to do now that conference realignment is now back in full force. What am I talking about? Well, unless you were living on a rock or just not paying attention to this kind of storyline, there was some big news on Monday afternoon. And we've been following this for the last week or so, where Oklahoma and Texas have come together and they put out a joint statement saying that they are not going to renew their media rights packages within the Big 12, the grant of rights, I should say, uh, which expires, I believe, in 2025. And that is the first major step of leaving the Big 12 conference. By all indications, they are going to be going to the SEC. And that is an announcement that will probably happen maybe even within the next week because the SEC is going to be meeting on Thursday of this week. And it is widely expected that an invitation to Oklahoma and Texas will be proposed, maybe uh, voted on. Basically, Oklahoma and Texas are going to be SEC schools. I know it's it's crazy to think about, but this is the reality of the situation. The Big 12 is falling apart at the seams. I don't know where the Big 12 goes from here. We did talk about this over on the Locked on Big 10 podcast today. So if you want to check that out with me and Nate Dickinson, uh, he hosts every day. I'm there every Tuesday. This was a topic of conversation because it is such a big story. The big question that I think the Big 10 has right now is what does the Big 10 do? Does it go and try to pick up some of the scraps from the Big 12? Does it try to poach somebody else, maybe from the Pac-12 or the ACC or maybe an independent to kind of uh, keep up the arms race? Here's where I stand on this. And if you've been following me on Twitter at Kevin on CFB, you kind of have seen some of the thoughts that I've put out there. I've also put this out on NittanyLionsWire.com, part of that USA Today sports media group. I am all in on the Big Ten not expanding and instead working out a working relationship with the ACC to bring a football version of the Big Ten ACC challenge to the football field. I think now is as good a time as any for the Big Ten and the ACC to work together and improve their overall media rights packages. And I think this is a far more beneficial move for both conferences than it would be to pick up anybody that's remaining in the Big 12. This is not meant as a sign of disrespect to any school or any fan base within the Big 12. But if I'm looking at what's best for the Big Ten, what's best for the ACC, I'm looking to see what's going to generate more revenue, more media rights revenue, and I don't see any potentially big gains to be had from adding anybody from the Big 12. Now, maybe you're thinking Big 10 could go into Texas with TCU, maybe get a share of that Fort Worth market, kind of get a foothold uh, within a lucrative Texas market. 
I'll entertain that argument or entertain the idea, I guess. I know Oklahoma State is a team that has been kind of floated around as a potential option, as well as Kansas, Kansas State, uh, Iowa State. There's all there's all, there are all some things to like about some of those schools being uh, members of the Big Ten. I'm just not floored by any of them. And maybe this is a little bit of an East Coast bias looking at this situation from the outside, but I'm just looking at all of the teams that are in the Big 12. The only schools that I think would add any significant value to the Big Ten membership and the media, Big Ten media rights deals, they're the two schools that are going to the SEC. Oklahoma and Texas were the only two fish worth going for in the Big 12. For whatever reason, the Big Ten is not in that conversation, was never in the picture realistically, and the SEC is going to capitalize that in a big way that the Big Ten should have been able to take advantage of. If Oklahoma and Texas were indeed available to any degree, then shame on Kevin Warren for not making a hard sales pitch to lure them to the Big Ten. That would have been the move right there out of all the teams in the Big 12. But let's move beyond that because I can go on this all day. And if you have any questions and you want me to follow up on that, I absolutely will. But here's what I think would benefit the Big Ten the most. Instead of adding an extra game against a team like Kansas State or Baylor or Kansas or Iowa State, why not line up with another conference with the same number of teams in it, 14, and form a little bit of an alliance? This is an idea that the Big Ten has floated with before, with the Pac-12, back when the Big Ten only had 12 teams, with a full conference versus conference scheduling agreement where every team in the Big Ten was going to play a team from the Pac-12, split the home games, work it out somehow, and you were going to have a dedicated week or maybe even two weeks in your regular season to have that showcase rivalry between two conferences. The Pac-12 backed away from that. And it's been years since that has been an idea. And I know that the idea of an ACC Big Ten football challenge isn't a unique one, but now is as good of a time as any to get that on paper and get that going. Because I don't think either conference really benefits greatly by picking up a scrap heap from the Big 12 that's left over after Texas and Oklahoma leave for the SEC. I don't think you need to go to 16 teams if you're the ACC or the Big Ten. But if you are looking to improve your media rights value than getting an extra quality game without sacrificing your regular season conference schedule is probably the best way to go about it. And think about the matchups that you would have in ACC versus Big Ten and the way that you can all play it out. And of course, we can go into details on how we would probably set this up, but wouldn't that be far more attractive? Wouldn't that be far more entertaining than an extra game against one of those teams that got left behind in the Big 12 again? Think about this. The Big 12 has, was formed with 12 teams, believe it or not, and half of those teams that were in the original pack, Big 12 are gone. Four of them are going to be in the SEC. Nebraska's in the Big 10. Colorado's in the Pac-12. Uh, the, the four schools in the SEC are Texas A&M, Missouri, and soon to be Oklahoma and Texas. Do you really want to deal with any of those schools that have been passed over for a third time? fourth time really so i i don't think that there's really any need for the big 10 to expand i think it'd be far more interesting to see the big 10 kind of align itself and work out a deal with the acc i think there's a lot to be gained for both conferences and i think it would be a lot of fun to see a football challenge between two conferences because we haven't seen this on this level uh, we've seen it in basketball all the time 
but we have not seen it on the football field. I think now is a great time to introduce that idea. And I think a lot of people will be on board with it. Let me know what you think. Reach out to us on our Twitter. Do you like this idea? Do you think it's feasible? Let me know what you think about this idea or any other moves you want to see the Big Ten make now that we are going back into conference realignment mode once again. Reach out to us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. Speaking of which, we've got a couple Twitter questions that we're going to get to to close out this episode in our third and final segment. But before we do that, we know that college football is quickly approaching and maybe you're thinking about actually going back out and tailgating in the parking lot before the next Penn State home game. Well, you can't exactly do that if your car isn't going to get you from point A to point B. So make sure your car is in good working order. If you need anything for it, now is the time to get it at rockauto.com. That's right, Rock Auto, they are the family business that have been serving customers their auto part needs for 20 years. And the reason that is possible is because they know what it takes to satisfy their customers. They know that it is a stressful process for anybody when they need to find anything for their car, especially if they need it as quickly as possible. That's where Rock Auto comes in to save the day. All you do is you go to their website, rockauto.com. You can do this on your desktop, your laptop, or even on your phone. And you enter the make a model of your car and it brings you up their entire catalog of everything they have available specifically for your car or truck. You can find them at the best possible prices as well because they don't care if you're a complete novice or if you're a car expert mechanic, they're going to treat you like family. That's what a family business does. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you check out, don't forget to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so in yesterday's podcast we shared some audio clips from big 10 media day of james franklin courtesy of our friends at fox 43 i was planning originally on sharing some more audio from that press setting uh, in today's podcast however the big 10 big 12 stuff uh, really kind of crept up on me and i decided let's uh, focus on that today we have plenty of audio to share throughout the rest of the week but i will say you're going to have to come back for Thursday's episode because in tomorrow's podcast, we're actually going to be talking to Todd Sadowski from Fox 43, who was at Big Ten Media Day. So we're going to speak to him one-on-one and get some of his takes and some of his thoughts coming out of Big Ten Media Day. So look forward to that in tomorrow's edition of the podcast. And then on Thursday, we have plenty of more audio from James Franklin. We also have some audio from players like Terry Castro-Fields and PJ Mustafer still to share. So lots of audio still to come out throughout the rest of the week. So don't worry. we got plenty more audio. But today is Twitter Tuesday. This is when we take time to answer your questions and respond to your comments that you submit to us on our Twitter account, at LockedOnNittany. I do have two people that tweeted some uh, comments and questions to me today. I do want to apologize. I'm not going to answer one really fully in depth right now because we're already starting to run out of time in this podcast. So to the Adam Ritter, he asks, uh, can you do a quick rundown of the upcoming recruiting class? I'm actually going to hold off on that. We'll probably do that later on, either later this week or maybe early next week. So come back and tune in for that. We will do a full rundown of everybody that's lined up for the class of 2022. Things have just been happening so quickly that it's kind of difficult to really find the time to really dig into the entire recruiting class. But I am going to try and reach out to somebody and maybe break down the recruiting class a little bit more. So if you can bear with me, we will do a full rundown of the class of 2022 that's heading to Penn State. However, if you were referring to the class of 2023, uh, give me a little bit more time. I will address that moving forward. But there's another question that Adam did pass along, and that is he wants to know who is the current backup to Sean Clifford. And I think that is a very important question. Uh, hopefully we don't have to see the backup much this season. But uh, Taquan Roberson and uh, Christian Villo are the two main quarterbacks that are going to be backing up Sean Clifford this year. The problem is we don't really know how much you can rely on either of them. 
Christian Velo obviously is a true freshman. Uh, Roberson was with the program last year, but uh, doesn't have any playing time. Uh, that was a big concern for James Franklin during the spring. And that's why we're still kind of wondering whether or not Penn State is actually going to go into the transfer portal and pull out a quarterback that they feel can be situated really well in this offense. I'm a little surprised that it hasn't happened yet. So as far as I'm concerned right now, it's definitely Sean Clifford or bust for Penn State. And maybe it's going to be that anyway, no matter who you get out of the transfer portal. But uh, until known otherwise, uh, it's Sean Clifford and then uh, a very lack of experience behind him with uh, Taquan Roberson and Christian Velo. So I don't know exactly who's going to be the, the main go-to backup if needed. Uh, it's probably Taquan because he has slightly more experience. He's, he's got a couple passes, I think, under his belt. But uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how that all plays out moving forward. So I think James Franklin still has something to figure out with that quarterback position between now and the start of the season. The problem is we're starting to run out of time. So quarterback could be a little bit more of a concern than I was hoping it would be going into the 2022 season, at least as far as depth is concerned. So uh, come back. We will address the recruiting stuff uh, in a future episode. So I apologize not being able to get into it right now. But I did want to fit in this other great question that comes our way. And this is from Mike Ross on Twitter. You can follow uh, Mike at Hedy Bear. Twitter Tuesday, non-football question. This one is for all you Pennsylvanians out there. There's probably a lot of you. Uh, Twitter Tuesday, non-football question from Mike Ross. Knobles or Hershey Park? And he goes on to say, Hershey Park may have better rides, but the free parking, no admission, and actually good park food gives the Knobles the win in his book. Now I'm going to say this. It's actually very ironic that you asked this question because I was just talking about Hershey Park and how it's been an incredibly long time since I've been to Hershey Park. I think it has been maybe 15 years, maybe 16 years since the last time I was at Hershey Park, which is obscenely long. Uh, I've been fortunate to be into a number of other amusement parks, including Disney World, a number of times since then. But I think I'm due for a return trip to Hershey Park. So maybe I'll, I'll go back there sometime. Uh, I don't know if I'll have time this summer, but maybe next summer. I would love to go back to Hershey Park one day just to see what it's like, see if it is as good as I remember it being. I will say I've been to Knobles only once, and maybe that's anti-Pennsylvanian of me. I don't know, but I've been there I believe once and it's nice it's not bad uh but to me i would probably lean more hershey park but again uh, i might be basing that decision much more on nostalgia that i had at hershey park growing up and i don't know what hershey park is like now since uh, it's been about 16 years since i've been there so for me my initial gut reaction is i'm going hershey park but i'll leave it up to you guys and maybe we'll throw this on a facebook or a twitter poll as well knobles or hershey park which one would you go to if you had to choose just one I, I will say I'm a little annoyed that Dorney Park wasn't involved in this as well. It's also been a while since I've been at Dorney Park, but uh, that's a little bit closer to me right up the uh, the turnpike. But let me know, guys. Uh, in fact, I'll make this a three-park question because that's what I'm going to go with. Hershey Park, Dorney Park, or Knobles? Let us know on Twitter, at LockedOnNittany, and maybe I'll throw that out as a Facebook poll question uh, later on this week as well because I'd be very curious to see what you guys, the listeners of Locked on the Lions, have to say. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much to uh, the Adam Ritter and Mike Ross for the questions. Hope we had some fun with that. Hopefully you got some good feedback. Uh, but I would love to hear what you guys have to say as well. So hit us up on Twitter at Locked on Nittany. And of course, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Locked on Nittany. We're also on Instagram and on Twitch. Now, look, there's a lot of stuff still to get to this week on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast, but you may be looking for some other podcasts to listen to on the Locked On Podcast Network. 
No better time if you're an NBA fan to make sure you're all caught up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 before you get into the NBA Draft. It's presented by Locked On and Odyssey, and it features analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts. That would be, of course, Mr. Chad Ford. And you're also going to hear from Odyssey NBA experts like Brian Scalabrine and former general manager Ryan McDonough. Again, it is the perfect way to get ready for all things NBA Draft. Our Locked On NBA local experts, they're awesome at what they do, and they're making selections. They're making trades for all of your favorite basketball teams. doesn't matter which team you root for. We've got you covered there. And, of course, this is a week-long special event. You can get all caught up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 right on the Odyssey app. All you have to do is search for the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. It's also available wherever else you may get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Folks, I am Kevin McGuire. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the podcast. Again, we look forward to our interview with Todd Sadowski from Fox 43 coming up in tomorrow's episode. We've got much more audio from Big Ten Media Day with James Franklin, Tariq Castro-Fields, and PJ Mustafer coming up later on in the week. So lots of stuff to look forward to. You can follow me on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Check out all the things we've got covering Penn State over on NittanyAlliancewire.com, including Big Ten realignment options. And I look forward to seeing what you guys have to say about all of these things. So without any further ado, I want to wish you guys a great Tuesday. Make sure you go out and have an awesome day. Come back. We'll do it all again for you again on Wednesday. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day.